Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We come to the Sunday before the Sunday before Christmas. We commemorate the Holy Forefathers of Christ, and it also is the commemoration of the Holy Prophet Daniel and of the three holy youth who suffered in the furnace, or rather did not suffer in the furnace, but were kept safe by Christ himself, which is depicted here in the icon. Very often in the hymnody around the prophets, the church has the language We've heard the Japarian for today, for Haggai, of the purity of heart, were able to see things that were afar as if they were near. And there is a dimension of the prophetic from Old Testament, uh, from the scriptures that the prophets were able to see into the future. Uh, there are different ways to understand this, some of them a little more wooden uh, than others. But the aspect that I think the community brings out and the church brings before us is the aspect of the purity of their heart, that they were vouchsafed, that they were given a vision from God, and almost always this vision, this is not, I think we have in our mind, this is kind of a wooden idea, that is uh, Nostradamus type. Uh, prefiguring of things, right? They kind of get the secrets of the world. And this is the language around this kind of revelation, right? That they are given secrets, uh, that they are able to see. But the vision of the prophets was always Christ. And what they saw, as we've seen throughout the prophets, when they have a vision, when they, something is shown to them, or they have an angelic visitation or a dream, it is a vision and it is a revelation from Christ. The one who is hidden from before all time, who reveals himself as we are preparing uh, the feast of his revelation and the feast of life, of nativity, and of theophany, that the prophets were given a vision of Christ himself. That the prophets were given, uh, you want to say, secret knowledge, but not secret uh, in the sense of esoteric, but secret that the world, and by that I mean the powers of principalities, the demonic, and those who are, uh, let's say, blinded by the world, are not able to see. This is also how Paul talks about the revelation in Jesus Christ, that is something that angels did not know, and the ones who desire to actually be able to see it, but it is the prophets themselves, in their adherence to the law, this is something constantly through the prophets, was the preaching return to law, repent, let us go back, let us restore, that they are in obedience to Christ through Torah, that they are able to see. We see this especially in the life of the prophet Daniel and the three holy youth, that Daniel is given the second chapter of the book of Daniel. He is able, this is kind of an echo of Joseph, right? We have a very similar trajectory with Daniel. Joseph is in Egypt, uh, he is uh, in prison, and somehow he is brought to the attention of Pharaoh, that there's somebody who interprets strings in the prison, and then Joseph is brought out, and then you have, you have the descent of Joseph, and then you have the ascent of Joseph Daniel, being in exile, having kept himself 
faithfully through fasting and prayer uh, is able and is given a vision uh, that he can interpret the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. This is something that astounds him because none of his, it says his magicians and sorcerers and all of those around him uh, as the next chapter where their focus was, was on idolatry and worship of Nebuchadnezzar himself, that Daniel is given the ability to understand dreams, even dreams that aren't even explained to him. He tells him what his dream is, right? It's even, it's like a little bit greater than Joseph. Daniel is able to even say, I know the dream and I know the interpretation of the dream. But we have, as we think about this, and we have a kind of culture, religious culture around us that is obsessed with prophetic, either prophetic speaking to the world or prophecy as in end times or prophetic ministries, all this is kind of abuse of this. But for us, I think the very core of what the prophetic reality is, is Christ himself. That Daniel, in being able to see something, it wasn't something uh, completely esoteric, but it was, it was a dream about the way of the world. There's going to be these kingdoms, and then there's going to be the establishment of the kingdom, as in this icon, uh, has very clearly there's going to be the establishment of a kingdom that has no corruption. We are able to see and understand things that are, I'm going to put scare quotes around this, secret. They are hidden from the world. Christ speaks like this throughout the Gospels, right? That is revealed to children, that the kingdom is revealed to children, that the reality of Christ, the reality of being hidden in God, is something that the world stands blinking without ears to hear, without uh, the ability to see, because in our attempt and request for humility and drawing close to Christ and obedience to his commandments, we are able to see things that other people cannot see. We're able to, and I think it's a kind of divine intuition that is given to us, where we can see and especially if we're familiar with the patterns of Scripture and how things work, this isn't just esoteric stuff, right? You can be able to see, if this happens and this happens, this is going to be, it's just going to follow the pattern. This isn't a cyclical vision of history. It's just kind of a repetition of the same old thing. But as the ability as we understand and come to know God, we're able to understand reality itself and therefore can judge and measure reality itself, seeing the continuous patterns of, oh, there goes up the Tower of Babel, right? There goes someone who basically believes that they founded the world themselves. There's the king. What happens to Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel? He goes insane, right? What does he end up doing? Howling at the moon. Goes around. I remember as a kid, he got long fingernails. He basically becomes a beast because he won't submit himself to God. So, you see the inverse. Daniel is raised up, even though the whole world and all around him wants to destroy him, throwing him into the pit, and has his own trial by fire, but that it is in being vouchsafed and held within God that he is saved, that he becomes, as the hymn tells us, a shepherd for lions. May God vouchsafe us, may he grant us just a little prophetic insight to our own hearts to be able 
to repent before Christ, to be able to see clearly what Christ asks of us, so that we may be able to understand to be wise uh, and to what be wise as serpents and uh, innocent as doves, so that we may be able to show forth the glory of God.